Thanks so much to Fred Barron for reading our gospel passage for us this weekend. And thanks to Bill and Kathy James who let us come and take a little time away and spend some time with God. Our passage today picks up where we left off last week when Jesus had sent the 12 out on a mission of their own to do the work that he had started to teach people all about God's love and to notice what people needed and the things that people were struggling with and the healing that people needed and to be able to offer anything that they could to give people life and to give people hope and to give people healing. And they weren't supposed to worry about packing everything that they would possibly need. They were supposed to just trust that God would be with them every step of the way and that they would encounter a lot of good people who would be hospitable and welcoming to them. And they did. And I think we all know the same in our lives too. We know that there are good people out there. We know that there are good people who will help us if we need it and are, are waiting for us to ask. But we also know that there are people who might not welcome us and who might not listen to us or believe us, who might even turn us away or reject us. And this is the backdrop of this entire gospel in Mark chapter 6. It's the way that Jesus began his ministry in his hometown, rejected by the people who knew him best. And right between the story that we heard last week and the story that we hear today is this tragic, sad, alarming news of John the Baptist and how he was killed. John the Baptist, you know, was the one who was coming, preparing the way for Jesus, helping people to repent of the things that had turned them away from God, that were getting in the way of following in God's footsteps. And not everyone wanted to hear that. Not everyone wanted to make those changes in their life, including the wife of King Herod who unfortunately used her power and her influence for evil instead of for good. And it's a reality in our world. There are sometimes the people who just can't quite see what it is that we're trying to do, who can't quite see the kind of life that we're trying to live, who can't quite see the why behind what we do. This is where we abruptly pick up today. With this news in mind, Jesus immediately receives his disciples who are bursting with energy, having come back from doing the very thing that Jesus had sent them out to do and having it go well. And they were bursting with stories and just energy and life from receiving from the people that they had shared life with. And Jesus knows how important it is in life to try and strike a balance too. It's good to work hard, especially when we are focused on life-giving work, focused on people work, focused on helping people to meet their needs, and focused on building up. But 
we also have to take a little time away for ourselves too. We have to take time to just spend in God's presence so that we can always remember our why. And so as Jesus gathered them, gathers the disciples together and they head out on the lake to the other side, and you just have to imagine all of the things that the disciples shared with Jesus. And maybe even their needs too. A couple weeks ago, we talked about that, about recognizing what it is that you need right now in your life. I'm not sure if you had a chance to give that any thought or not. It's a hard question to answer because at some level, where do you even start? Or where do you even stop? And sometimes it can be hard to know what it is you really truly need for yourself. It's so easy to get caught up on the things of every day, the things that you need right now in this moment, the things that are not going according to plan that you need to work out somehow. And it can be so much harder to really give thought to the things that you need, that you need it to be able to better experience this life that God makes possible for us, to better realize and to recognize and to know the life that Jesus gives to us. A life that is not just a one and done, one layer of meaning or only able to be seen from one perspective, but rather the life that Jesus gives to us is multifaceted, multi-perspective, and transcendent across time. It's the kind of life that the more we think about it, the more we focus on living it and sharing it, the more fully we get to experience it and be impacted by it. And I think that's what Jesus might be trying to say to the disciples in that boat. And maybe to you and I today too. Think about what it is that we need so that we take time to be attentive to our needs. So that when we work really hard to be about life-giving work, we can do that too. There's a good balance between working hard and taking time to just spend with God, who helps us to remember our why. So when the disciples and Jesus get to the other side of the lake, the crowds immediately descend upon them because they've found where they were heading. And it's so interesting that the word described, used there to describe Jesus and how he responds to them is that he was filled with compassion for them. Jesus sees all of them. Jesus sees you. He sees everyone for who they are. He sees what they're capable of and what their potential and their purpose is. And he's filled with compassion. He's filled with love. He is filled with hope for the impact that they are able to leave in this life and upon this world. He's not filled with judgment. He's not filled with contempt. He's not filled with disgust or disdain or annoyance or any of that. 
He is filled with love and he's filled with compassion. He sees their needs and he responds to them. We have all kinds of needs in this life, starting with the basics, being fed, having something to drink, having a roof to protect us, to keep us safe, having the need to belong and to be a part of something, to be loved, to be appreciated, to be recognized for the gifts that we are able to contribute. This is the life that God makes possible for us. And through Jesus, this life that we have been given is so multifaceted and multi-layered. It's not just one and done. And there's no way that we can mess it up forever because we're always given second chances. If we work too hard one day and we're out of balance, Jesus just says to us, come away, come. Come and find a quiet place where you can just sit in my presence, hear my words, and remember your why. And then when you're ready, when it's time to leave the deserted place, you can go back out ready to work hard with the life-giving work that you have been called to and invited to and entrusted with. And you can be filled with great compassion and great love and bursting with life and energy to be able to share just as you have received it. May you sit in God's presence wherever you are at right now and receive this amazing love, this amazing life, and say, thanks be to God. I'm ready. I'm ready for the work at hand, oh God. Amen.